0: morning, um, <clears throat> I noticed it was on a church bulletin that says, if evolution is true, how come mothers still only have two hands? Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. I've been asked to talk to the mothers, but wait, dads, Kids? Brothers and sisters, I have something for you too, To so don't go to sleep on me just yet. I want to say thanks to Jeff for putting a couple of verses in about who the mothers are because he's put a couple of verses onto what I was about to say, so it's always to have good to have some verses for that. My definition of mothers is all the mature women in the assembly. That includes those who haven't got married yet, those who haven't had children, I include them all because of a very important reason. These women are often involved in teaching our kids. And these women spend a lot of time in prayer for our kids. And I know that because when our kids left home for years afterwards, I'd have some of them come to me and ask me about them by name and tell me they were still praying for them. And so these women are mothers of the assembly, whether they're married or not. So thank you for that verse, Jeff. That's a wonderful ministry right there, isn't it? Praying for our kids. A few thoughts about my mother. Valentine's Day, 1973. Not Mother's Day, but Valentine's Day, 1973. 1973. I was a young man just starting out in my police career, only been married a few years. Our second child was two months from being born yet, everything was going well. And that particular day I was in the watch house at the Rotorua police station and the buzzer went, that's out at the public counter, someone pressed the buzzer. So I went out there to see who it was and it was my uncle lived not far from us. And I said, hey uncle, what you doing here? He said, I've come with some bad news, Graham. He said, your mother didn't make it through her surgery this morning. She was only 48 years old. She was a young woman. She had had the surgery before. It was open heart surgery. She was in for a valve transplant, but she'd had it before. Didn't occur to me that she mightn't make it through the surgery, but she didn't. And now she's gone and I felt so lost. Mothers play a unique part in raising the next generation. It's well been said that the one who rocks the cradle rules the world. And that's because the values and qualities that people bring to their adult life are in the main established and formed in their infancy. And generally, the one who has the most influence over that is mum. Nowadays it might be YouTube, but normally it's mum. What does a toddler cry out when she falls over and hurts herself? she gets up and say, oh rats, I shouldn't have done that? No. Ow, that hurt? Maybe. Normally if a little one falls over and hurts herself, first thing that happens, mummy, mummy. Mothers are very special very important. So here's one for the kids of all ages. If you're fortunate enough to still have your mother around, please take the time to remind her that she's special. And not just on Mother's Day because There will come a day when she's not there anymore and it's too late then, it's just too late. I lost my mum when I was in my early 20s and she was only 48. You don't know what's around the corner. So make the most of now. There's three mothers that I'd like to have a quick look at. One of them, her name is Jochebed. And if you're under forty, you probably don't n- have never heard of Jochebed. So you can be thinking now, whose mother was she? Jochebed. In Numbers chapter twenty six, verse fifty-nine, we read The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi who was born to Levi in Egypt, and she bore to Amram three children, Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. So now you know who Jochebed is. She's the mother of Moses, and Aaron, Aaron, and Miriam. And we know who they were. The interesting thing about Jochebed, to me, is that she wasn't only a special mother but she thought outside the square. Here's her story. In Exodus chapter 2 we read, About this time a man and woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant, gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds, along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. Soon Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river, and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying and she felt sorry for him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then the baby's sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you, she asked. Yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. Take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses for she explained, I lifted him up out of the water. So Moses should have been taken from his mother at birth and thrown into the river to drown because that's what the king had decreed should happen to all the Israelite baby boys. You find that previous chapter, verse 22. But this is what happened. Due to the love and resourcefulness of his mum, he was spared. And I just love how God works things out. The king had decreed that all the Israelite boys drowned at birth. So God used the king's own daughter to get around the king's degree degree, that that they should all be killed. And not only that... He paid her to do it. I think that's so cool. The princess got around the king's order and paid the woman to do it. That's so cool. And as a result of that, Moses went on to become a great man, and we know about that, don't we? We know how he delivered the people with God under God's direction from the Israelites. We know about the plagues and crossing through the Red Sea on dry ground and brought a river out of a rock and things like that. He came came on to be a great man when he should have been drowned at birth, all because his mother had great love, she had great faith, she had great resourcefulness, and she put all that into action with God's help. So mothers, be encouraged, stay true to God, Do 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 what you know is right for your kids, and who knows where God can take that. The next woman's name is Lois. She's in the Bible, and you may not have heard of her either if you're under 40. She's only mentioned once. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3, Paul says, Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. And I remember your genuine faith. Listen, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I know that same faith continues strong in you. So Timothy was the Apostle Paul's frequent companion and fellow missionary, and we learn here that he was at least a third-generation Christian and that his grandmother Lois had a strong Christian faith, where well she passed down onto her daughter, and she passed it down onto her son, who became a great missionary. So there you have it. You you teach the children and who knows where, where it'll end up. Timothy was a great man. Well thought of by everyone, especially Paul. In Philippians 2.20 he says, I have no one else like Timothy who genuinely cares about your welfare. Verse 22, But you know how Timothy has proved himself. Like a son with his father, he has served served with me in preaching the good news. And this all started with a mother who honoured her Christian faith. She brought up her daughter in the fear and admonition of the Lord. That means she passed on her faith and love for Jesus to her daughter. Then her daughter did the same thing for her son, and her son became a great preacher. All because of the upbringing and guidance of his mother and his grandmother, mum, nana, grandma, whatever you're called. You don't have to be rushing around trying to do this, that, and the other thing if that's not what God called you to do. The most important thing you can do is do what Lois did raise your children for the Lord encourage them to do the same and then leave it to him God can do extraordinary things through someone who has been faithfully taught in the ways of the Lord and mothers you're in a unique position to do that the third woman I call her Jane Doe because I don't know what her, what her name is Her story is in a song which I'd like to play for you now. Can we turn this one on? And this is a story song. That means you need to listen to it all because it progresses. And this should work.
1: Preacher, riding on a midnight bus, bound for Mexico. One was headed for vacation, one for higher education, and two of them were searching for lost souls. That driver never ever saw the stop sign. And eighteen wheelers can't stop on a dime. There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway. Why there's not four of them, heaven only knows. I guess it's not what you take when you leave this world behind you, it's what you leave behind you when you go. That farmer left the harvest. son's heart, and that teacher left her wisdom in the minds of lots of children, and did her best to give them all a better start. Now that preacher whispered, can't you see the promised land? As he laid his bloodstained stained Bible in that hooker's hand. There are is On the right side of the highway Why there's not four of them Heaven only knows I guess it's not what you take When you leave this world behind you It's what you leave behind you when you go That's the story that our preacher told last Sunday As he held that bloodstained Bible up for all of us to see, he said, Bless the Father and the teacher and the preacher who gave this Bible to my mama, who read it to me. There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway. Why there's not four of them, now I guess we know. It's not what you take when you leave this world behind, it's what you leave behind you when you go. There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the uh-huh.
0: I don't know if that song is based on a true event or not, but it's certainly a powerful story about the grace of God. Imagine it's the middle of the night. It's what we would call an intercity bus heading south towards Mexico and the driver didn't see the stop sign and he went through and the bus got taken out by a huge freight truck coming the other way. What a mess, it was the sort of thing that as a young police officer we dreaded getting called to. Three of the passengers were killed. In my imagination I see the hooker down on her knees beside the preacher who's down there bleeding and dying and smashed up. And she's trying to comfort him as he lies there critically injured and dying. And before he dies, he's able to take his Bible, which now has his blood splattered all over it, and he gives it to this woman, and he gives her a little gospel message as well. What a man. He's lying there dying. Talk about being prepared in season and out of season. 2 Timothy 4.2. That was definitely an out-of-season incident, but he was prepared. That's a challenge. There's a sermon in there, isn't there? How many opportunities do we miss? But the woman's not only kept the Bible, but she's read it, it would appear, and she's come to faith in Jesus. And then she's read it to her son. And he's come to faith in Jesus. And he's gone into the ministry and he's become a preacher. How wonderful! What a cool story. What a mother. She might have started out in a profession that nice people don't talk about. But when the grace of God stepped in, amazing things happened. After the crash, she's turned her life around. She's become the reason her son became a Christian and became a preacher. So what do we learn from these stories? Moses became a great man because of his mother and he was mightily used of God. Timothy became a great man because of his mother and his grandmother, and he was mightily used of God. The man in the song became a preacher, and he was used of God as well. What a testimony to be able to stand up and hold that bloodied Bible up and say, this is what happened. So the point is, Timothy and the man in the song came from backgrounds that are about as opposite as you can get, right? Third, at least third generation Christian, brand new. It doesn't get any more extreme than that. But God has used all three of these men to do great things for him. And how did that happen? Because of their mothers, because of their mothers. Lois and Eunice faithfully passed on their faith down the generations. Jochebed thought outside the square when things looked bad and with divine guidance was able to save her baby from being thrown into the river. The woman in the song shared her newfound faith with her son. So the conclusion is, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you came from. You might be a sixth generation preacher, or you might have come out of the gutter yesterday. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past. The past is just that it's past, it's gone, it's irrelevant. You can't change it, so don't spend time worrying about it or thinking about it or hurting over it. It's gone. These women all use the present to teach their kids about the love of Jesus, and that makes them all heroes. And if you teach your kids about the love of Jesus, you are a hero because you don't know what Jesus can do with that. You don't know. Because of what they did for Jesus, these women, they were greatly blessed. The nation of Israel was brought out of slavery in Egypt. Churches were planted all over Asia Minor. Many souls were won for Christ. And that all came about because of the work of some faithful mothers. So mothers remembering who the mothers are. May you be greatly blessed. Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for our mothers. We thank you for your love. And if we had a mother that shared your love with us, we thank you for that. We just pray, O Father, that you would help us all to be good mothers and good fathers and to share the love of Jesus with those with whom we come in contact especially our children we thank you for this time together now and we just commit our way to you in Jesus name, Amen